Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. What a show we have tonight. I'm John Fugelsang. Thanks so much for being with us. This is the show that brings good trouble to the right-wing bubble. We are joined, as always, by our extremely awesome producer, Chris Hauselt, in South Carolina, Thea Harper, in Brooklyn, taking your calls for the next three hours at 866-997-GRIT. Also, Carol Montgomery, the funniest lady in the world, the tormented genius mind behind Showtime's Funny Women of a Certain Age, <laughs> is with us as well. And, uh, of course, you guys are here, too. 866-997-4748. Business. Really quick, we are going to be bringing back the Sexy Liberal Comedy Tour with Stephanie Miller. The first show will be the 10th of September at Sydney Harmon Hall in Washington, D.C. I don't think they're letting me announce the special guests yet. But, uh, uh, well, Glenn Kirshner, he's a special. I can announce him and some other cool people, too. But it's going to be the first time. It's the original tour lineup of Stephanie Miller, myself, and Hal Sparks in, since, like, I don't know, 2013. So it's going to be a really great show, less than a month, Saturday, the 10th of September in D.C. I can't wait to see you there. Let's do a show. Let's talk about the week we just survived. Last week, loose nukes sink repukes. The week began with a search that some people called a raid. The week began with us saying how many firsts can one week hold? This was a week of how many what the fucks can I contain in, in one way? The week makes you long for the innocent days when Republicans were, you know, gouging sick people for insulin money. I want to know your thoughts all night. If you're part of our evil army of the evening, call us live. If you're a daywalker listening on the John Fugelsang podcast, Sirius XM On Demand, the app, Email us. Let us know your thoughts. But I'm just going to say this. He among you who has never stolen classified documents and ignored a subpoena because you wanted to violate the Espionage Act and then played victim when you got caught may cast the first stone. Try to make it one line. There's a lot of you I know. We should be talking about how Democrats just sent this landmark IRA bill, IRA, climate tax and health care to Biden's desk. Every House Democrat. Voted for it. Every House Republican voted against it. Corporations will pay a fairer share. It's going to be harder for rich guys to cheat on their taxes. Lower health care, lower prescription drug prices. The biggest investment in American history in combating climate change and drought. We should be talking about the loss of Anne Heche, friend of this show, which we will talk about, and what happened to Salman Rushdie today. But guys, to start things off, we got to keep on talking about the ongoing O.J. Bronco chase of a presidency that is Donald Trump. Monday, illegitimate lawless raid. 
Tuesday. Uh, the FBI planted evidence. He only took mementos. Right? Like, we can turn Carol's mic on. Uh, you know, like, just took mementos. Like, he's, he's OJ, just trying to get his balls back. Uh, Wednesday, he took the fifth 440 times. In four hours. Thursday. Oh, well, there were classified documents. Yeah, but uh, Trump could declassify him any time. And then Merrick Garland spoke. And then Barack Hussein Obama. Millions of documents, maybe <laughs> nuclear. That's right. <laughs> Their talking point for the day was Obama took 30 million documents back to Chicago for his library. Okay, listen, this is the first president to be impeached twice. First president to attempt a violent coup d'etat. First president to have his home searched by the FBI. First president to take the fifth. I know it's hard to believe that he could be untoward in some way. But for the warrant to cover the Espionage Act, there had to be probable cause of espionage. Not of, hey, wouldn't it be weird if Trump gave classified shit? No, 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 no. There was proof presented to a judge in the form of testimony or footage or documents tangible. And Republicans wasted yet another day carrying the water for comb over Caligula, a man who will never lift a single finger to return the favor. Here, Former human, Representative Elise Stefanik, tries to nothing burger the whole thing. We've been here before. I remember getting questions on the Russia collusion for years. And so before you jump to conclusions and just accept information from un, from sources who are not the attorney general, who are not the director of the FBI, let's Trump. see what the facts are. Let's. That's why transparency is key here. But many of you are the same reporters that asked us questions on Russia collusion and look how that fell apart. I think it's really important. Republicans wait to see what the facts are before. We are calling for the facts. Let me. Like that's right what we are. Right let me answer your search on Monday. Republicans came out, made a lot of justifications that this was completely simply political. That perhaps there was they planted information all sorts of. And look what our ha- ha- look what our House Republican leader said: preserve your documents. That's about finding the facts. <laughs> Each of us your, said we want answers them. and transparency. And the American people, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, and I call on our House Democrat colleagues. We deserve answers. We have oversight oh, over these agencies oh. on behalf of the American people. Okay. That is what we are calling for today. Okay, you want some answers? Here we go. Number one, no, we haven't been here before. Violation of the Defense Act. That's espionage. Obstruction of justice. We've been there before. Destruction of federal documents. An executive note and grant of clemency for Roger Stone. Information, private classified information about the president of France. Mm. I think Melania stole that box. (laughs) Um, What world leader would want compromise on Macron? I can only imagine. So look, the FBI agent searched Mar-a-Lago. On Monday, they removed 11 sets of classified information from the property, including some marked top secret. We don't know what they are. We'll probably never know what they are. We do know that we only know about it because Donald Trump said so. And then, well, he gave his copy of the warrant to Breitbart and Fox News and The Wall Street Journal. Breitbart right away published it with the names of all the agents. So they're doxing them because they're evil motherfuckers. But this was not a drill. Trump didn't just take some memorabilia. He didn't wasn't stealing White House China, he took nuclear information that was top secret classified. And that's why this week we had Merrick Garland come out and say, does Merrick Garland need to smack a bitch? Got all our stuff back without a hitch. You didn't know Merrick Garland's holding back a snitch. Merrick Garland doesn't care this hack is rich. Trouble blame his wife, that Slovak witch. You just got whacked. Go try on Twitch. Don't make Merrick Garland smack a bitch. (laughs) Now, look, Trump's lawyers today are saying that he just uses authority to declassify the documents while still in office like he's allowed to do that guys let's just let's just wrap this up really quick because carol's here she's funny when trump says he declassified the documents seized by the fbi 
Okay, uh, the laws referenced in the search warrant, 1519 and 2071 of the U.S. Code, I've learned this, make concealing documents a crime even if they were unclassified. He's screwed, people. He's screwed. Also, lie number two, Barack Obama didn't keep any documents, classified or unclassified, as required under the Presidential Records Act of 1978. The National Archives called Fox News a liar today. They said they maintain... The classified Obama presidential records in a NARA facility, and Obama has no control over where and how NARA stores the records. Trump did this today. He did this today. He put out a statement that 33 millions of documents Obama kept. No, they were sent to the Obama library. That's not the same as keeping it in your fucking basement. And finally, all week we've been saying, should we call it a search? Should we call it a raid? Guys, it was it was a search. It was it was a, a, a lawful search. You want to know an illegitimate unlawful raid you're thinking of brianna taylor that's it in the midst of this all 220 democrats in the house vote yes for the inflation reduction act in the house of representatives the house has passed it they're doing stuff to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 40 percent by 2030 cap everyone's prescription drug costs at two thousand dollars a month allow medicare to directly negotiate prescription drug prices guys democrats are actually doing shit for you and not a single republican voted for it <sighs> legislation now goes to president biden's desk and coming to my desk is one of our favorite <laughs> guests we were going to have a panel tonight and i thought i don't need a panel i've got carol montgomery <laughs> one of the funniest people in the game oh, i have my. seen this woman play all across the country and she is of course the brilliant deviant mind behind showtime's extremely funny and successful funny women of a certain age specials welcome back what a week. What a fucking week. I tried to get through everything as fast as I yeah, could, but I can't. I, the fuckery. I can't. It's wow. I, I just, I don't know. I, you know, like, I, I, <laughs> and the fact that they're still uh, licking his ass is mind blowing to me. Like I was saying to you before, it's like, you know, the, somebody I know was listing all of these things. Well, you know, all these things were hoaxes. It's like literally five or six things. At some point, when do you go, maybe it's him. Maybe it's him. Maybe it's him. Maybe one of, if to me, if, like all of the shit, like if we had, like if we had, like if you were subpoenaed and you didn't go. Mm -hmm. You, I would, I would be hosting the show right now yeah. because the fact, like all of them, Lindsey Graham, he didn't show up. Judy, Giuliani was exactly right. Was, blew it off, and they just blew it off. And I'm like, what is happening? Why is it okay for that side to do all the patriarchy privilege? Oh, I guess, I guess, but it's just mind. But you're right. I mean, when you consider he had to pay twenty six million dollars for education fraud. Right. With his online university. His first time in the New York Times was for racist housing practices where the Justice Department took him to court. He had to pay two million dollars for a fraudulent charity and he's banned from running a charity. He was impeached twice at some point. Yeah. And also, don't let's not forget the, the people that built his casinos in Atlantic City. They never, they got, never paid. got paid. We could talk about his scandals But it's all like day. it's mind blowing that everyone's like, you're just picking on him. You know, as a mother, let me just say this. You know, he, he's that he's that obnoxious kid at Little League that does everything wrong and when you call him on it, he goes, you're being mean. I'm like, no, you're being bad. And he's never, he's gotten away with it his whole fucking life. Yeah. Whole life. I mean, if you keep finding yourself uh, having sex with men, eventually your wife might think, oh, it's not just an accident. Maybe there's a pattern. <laughs> you know, you're not just here to hunt, sir. Um, 
Congressman Mike Turner would like to know more about who the informant is, but purely out of curiosity, of course, give a listen to how the Republicans, without defending Trump's behavior, are trying to spin the outrage machine. We are also very concerned about uh, the disturbing reports uh, that there was an informant, perhaps someone even undercover uh, at Mar-Largo or around um, former President Donald Trump. And today we are also sending a letter to the two uh, director Ray demanding that he disclose to us the process by which uh, that informant was utilized or that informant was placed. What is the relationship between uh, the FBI and the person that has reportedly uh, been been utilized in this process? It's coming from inside the house. We demand to know who's keeping our nuclear secrets safe from being sloshed around your basement. No, I mean, I, oh, please. It, it's what I say it's one of his kids. I yeah. say it's one of his kids, or it's Jared. Um, well, I wondered if it was Jared, because Jared wants to cut the ties. At the same time, here, here, here's the thing, right? Nuclear secrets. Now, who would want those? Mm. Um, let's say you're Mohammed bin Salman, mm-hmm. the crown prince and murderer uh, in Saudi Arabia, and you give Jared Kushner $2 billion for yeah. his venture capital gig just for being himself. To me, I think if, if, if you help a guy cover up a murder that's worth two billion yeah but now it's like well wait a second because half the liberals are saying oh this is all for this is all for russia the other half are saying he's given this to the saudis and we don't even know whose nuclear information it was is he giving information about israel's nukes to another country like we don't know and i don't want us to know we should not know no no but yeah you know i mean first of all i the two billion dollars is chump change for the Saudis. You know that, so it's like they're like, nah, "What do we have under the couch? Let's give it to the nice Jewish." Boy. The fact that, like, it's so <laughs> mind blowing on the, that the Saudis looked at Jared Kushner and went, "Nice Jewish boy, let's give him money." But only the prince, because the prince's whole inner circle begged him not to do this. Well, like course. when, when you know, you sign off. Oh, you want to hack off a journalist's arms and, and murder him and dispose? Yeah, okay, do that. But wait. Invest with Jared Kushner? Oh, sire, hold off a bit, please. <laughs> Pretty much. It's, it, yeah. I, uh, I get a lot of satisfaction from knowing, Carol, that when, when Jared Kushner finally goes to jail, uh, it'll be the first time in his life he ever got anywhere all on his own. Like, that, that means a lot to me. How, how, have you, how have you been? How's your summer going? It's going. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, summer is just, first of all, I, I, you know this as because he's a com, you're a comic and I'm sure comics listening is, I, every summer, I know there's not going to be any work. I know this because it's summer sucks. And then summer <laughs> happens and I go, I have no work. And I try to figure out how to do, and I never do. How do you stay sane? Do you write? I do, I'm doing some writing, but like I, you know, when I told you before we went on air, I, you know, I'm, you know, I have some family issues going on. So yes. I'm basically... A caregiver right now for my mother-in-law, so so it's very hard to because you're just kind. I was just talking about this with my husband. I said I have to stop worrying about that and st- you know, like I have to start using my brain again because when you're t- dealing with somebody elderly, it becomes all about them. Yes, I and know. So, um, so yeah, I've been doing some writing. I'm still trying to figure out um, the next steps for the specials. You know, we really want it to become a series, and so mm. we're we're hoping that we, you know, that that can happen because it should be a series. I mean, there are so many women who are older that could be doing that. Like we could do this at least monthly. Yeah. And I would never run out of comics. I know. So so I'm hoping for that. I'm really been pushing to hopefully try to get that as a series. And you did have some tour dates for. We did some tour dates, which summer. was a lot of fun. Um, we had. 
had a um, friend of the show, uh, both friends of the show, Leanne Lord mm-hmm. and Julia Scotty, and we were on tour. And I love telling the story because it makes me laugh so much. We were out one night, and um, and you know, Julia's an, is older than Leanne and I. You know, even though it's an older show, <laughs> we're out to dinner, and Julia <laughs> just leans over to Leanne and goes, um. Can I ask a stupid question? And Leanne goes, better than anyone I know. <laughs> and we died. And we had the best. You know, it's that's the great thing about when you're touring with your friends. And one of the reasons oh, I why I created the show. We had so much. They drove me crazy mm-hmm. because I'm also not only a performer, I'm the producer. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I had I, one day, you know, I'm dealing with some bullshit about travel and then then you know and then i'm going on stage i had i want to if i can put that out all i want to do is work with my friends i don't want to work with people i know like, isn't it i'm like real yeah, friends like you yeah you know what i mean like no listen i'm so excited that i get to start pretending to be friends with stephanie miller and hal sparks again because exactly, we're going to do a bunch of dates exactly because I'm you really have so thrilled. much fun and you know and you know how they're pros and when you're working yeah. with pros not that you, you know it's it's just different. no. Let's talk about it. There's working with the people you want to work with, yeah. and then there's rolling the dice and seeing who's going to be on a show tonight at whatever club you're doing. And you know, I mean, and I never had to worry. I I I get very cocky about my show. I never have to worry about <laughs> no. I mean, I can leave, and I know that they're and every night you know they're all going to kill. They. It just doesn't stop. There's no none of this, you know, like, oh, oh. That was the great thing when we did Laughing Liberally Off-Broadway yes. right before the pandemic hit. I was running it, and it was had really, really fun that yeah. every night I could pick like four or five different, mostly New York comics, and just do political material. We had no idea a pandemic was about to shut everything down. Exactly. But just, you know, getting Janine Garofalo one night and Boozler one night, yeah. and Jimmy Tinkle comes down from Boston, and, you know, just working through our talented friends and putting together great lineups and yeah. knowing that it's going to be solid and diverse every night yeah and and, and not that there look there's a lot of great comics in the city right now but they're and you know and i know a lot of them but you get to a point where you just want to work with people you know you just yeah. know i know it's you know true. i was we were doing a show um in jacksonville it was our first show and uh and so Julia's on stage and she's uh, doing her act. And I, it was a very, you know, I'm backstage because I want to take pictures and everything. And you're a control freak. And I'm a yeah, control freak. You know, yeah. so, so, but there was a very loud backstage. And so she heard my footsteps. And so Julia goes, who is that? Is that Ron DeSantis's army? Am I going to get in trouble if I say gay? And then the whole audience in Jacksonville, Florida, started saying gay, 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 gay. It was I almost burst into tears. I was so thrilled. That, wow. Like, we were, th- you know, and she, they, it, it could not have been, you know, because the whole thing about Florida is not, they're not <laughs> What's all. your whole thing about Florida? They're not all bad. It's no, just, I know that. You know I say I mean? this every it's, night. I have two parents buried there. It's a great state. You know, you know I but, mean, but, you, but you deal with the crazies and that's, a, you know, I've always said this, there's crazies on the left and the right and they're always the loudest. Always. Yeah. Always. It's true. I will say the crazies on the left want to give you health care and the crazies on the right want to put you in camps. But, you know, but we can we can equate well, the I two. I used to always say this. I used to, because Nancy Pelosi has been Speaker of the House and not. And then, yes. I said, listen, Nancy Pelosi's crazy, but she's our crazy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She's our crazy. So, you know. I mean, I mean, like we I think we all thought when Trump left office and COVID began to lessen a little bit. Right. Oh, we'll unclench now. See, I, I call this period, I, I was calling this period the great unclenching. <laughs> the night Trump was elected. You remember back in 20, oh, way back in 2016. Yes, uh, for, for all sentient beings, a part of your body clenched up. Your fists, oh, yeah. your jaw, your sphincter, the back of your neck. And we're supposed to be relaxing now. 
But people are crazier than ever, more mm-hmm. tense than ever, more batshit than ever, more fearful than ever. And we hate each other more than ever. Yep. And it just sort of seems like, oh, my God, Trump left office, but you wouldn't know it. And, and I know with the news, with the media, it's awful because he still gets the clicks yep. and people hate watch. So you can't get rid of the guy. Yep. But this week. Every day, Carol, it has been impossible to not lead with him every single night. But And that's the thing, you, you know. You I know. think it's getting good for comedy again. I think we're almost at a point where Trump is good for comedy again. Yes, but I do think that I, you know, because you know how, and I hate saying that he's shrewd, but he's so good at this P.T. Barnum bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, think about what you said about what Biden did this week. Yeah. You know, gas prices are going down. They signed the the inflation rate. Like, uh-huh. all this great stuff. Who are they talking about? They're talking about this asshole again. Oh, yeah. So he did this on purpose because he knew if, if the FBI had gone in just the way and never said anything, none of this would be happening. But now his name is back out there. His but again, they did go in. Like, that's, that's, that's the thing. The FBI, they bent over backwards to like right. make this. Escape. First off, they, they asked him for the records back. He said no. Then they asked him again. He sent back a bunch of boxes, but not everything. They gave him a subpoena in the spring. He ignored it. Right. So finally, after doing everything they could do to avoid causing a thing, they go down in August when Mar-a-Lago is closed for the season. No guests there. That's why we didn't see any pictures. You know, only staff, Secret Service left them in. If they had ransacked the place. Right. There's cameras all over. Donald Trump would have already showed us the photos of the ransacking. They did everything they could to make this as drama free as possible. It was Trump who went on social media Monday night. And announced his victimhood to the world. And it worked. It absolutely worked. Raised money. You know, the the suckers, the gullibles, open up their wallets for him again. But by the end of the week, I hear a lot of Republicans on the media and in Congress condemning the Democrats or law enforcement. I don't hear anyone defending Donald Trump. Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. But... Look, I don't. I, I never thought he was running anyway. I thought there was always a big grift anyway. That this well, is just. Yeah. I'm torn. I don't. A part of me doesn't really think he's actually running, but I, you know, he sold his hotel in D.C. He, he's not running, but it, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he's just a grifter, and whatever it takes to bring the money in, he'll do it. Right. Absolutely. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he if he flees the country and then still gets away to you know like he goes oh, yeah. to, to Saudi Arabia. Oh, I think he goes to Saudi Arabia and does a reality show there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? They could air it here and we'd all watch it. He'd be a fugitive and we'd still watch it. Right. Right. Because uh... it's hate watching. He's you know he, that's the power. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Uh... Like the way I watched Sex in the City all those years. <laughs> just to just to hate it. Just to hate it. And that was enough. I've never hate watched anything. I don't have the time to hate watch. I oh. just like when I see that he like that he's that all this is happening. I'm just like, I just wanted him to go away. <laughs> I just really wanted him to go away. And it, you know, there, it's not. It's not. But what do we do? And that's my question for you guys tonight. Like, what do you do with Trump? Do you do you actually try to get him prosecuted? Do you hope that he will be in some way indicted? And that means he can never run for office again because violating the Espionage Act, you could make the argument that all they need to do is just say, look, you did it. You can't run for office. Um, Is that the best outcome? I don't think so. I think that lets him and his army act like victims, act like martyrs, be even angrier, more rage driven. I I, I keep thinking, nope, let him run. I don't think he can be elected again. I could be wrong. But after January 6th, I think Donald Trump is chaos for the Republican Party. Mitch McConnell does not want him running for office. No. And that's why 
I say let him run. If he can fuck with Mitch McConnell and fuck up Ron DeSantis, I'm willing to put up with the madness a few months more. Uh, well, you've got a lot more. <laughs> you've got a lot more. Uh, I couldn't. I, well, I just, I, I just. I'm also, you know, like Carlin said, we got a front row seat at the freak show. <laughs> it just, and first of all, the other thing that I really do believe is, you know, everyone's like, you know, the, the right is saying, well, now our base is united. First of all, the people who voted for Trump last time and the time before that were never going to tr vote. Uh, you know, like we weren't right. getting those votes. Okay. We were not getting them. So everyone going, oh, they've riled up the base. We, who the fuck cares? They're riling up the base. They were not voting for any Democrat anyway. That's true. And he still won by six million votes. What's Biden? Who, Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Six million. Yeah. 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 So, okay. <laughs> and, and, and people are forgetting there's a lot of pissed off women right now. We haven't, you know, that's gone away all of a sudden. The, oh, yeah. You know, know. And, and there are women who are Christian and conservative and Republican, and they're pissed too. Like, don't you tell me, until, unless you have a vagina, don't tell me what I can do with my fucking body. But that's it, right? I've been saying for months, okay, this is going to drive all the turnout. Because ultimately, all this matters is right. who's going to vote in November, right? It's mm -hmm. all about how, how does it affect the turnout. And I, I've been saying for a, a while, you have awakened the greatest sleeping giant in America. Yep. How many Republican women don't want abortion to be banned? How many Christian women? Oh, I, how many men don't want it. I mean, this is not good for men either. 77% of Americans want it to be legal in all right. or some cases. Right. When Monday came, Carol, I was like, oh, this is Roe v. Wade for shitty white people. <laughs> Suddenly, the angry white people who just want to be abused by their leaders, they have got something now that is going to inspire them. Right. And we were hearing, oh, this is going to motivate. This is going to blow up Merrick Garland's face. I've heard nothing since Merrick Garland gave his speech yesterday. I mean, I mean, a sitting president of the U.S. illegally took yeah. nuclear information and put it in the basement of his hotel in Florida. <laughs> Which nobody could get to. But I there mean, was an extra no... lock. He did say there was an extra lock. There was on the an door. extra yeah. lock. First of all... If the black president had done this... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but, but the... Merrick Garland, you know, he was so smooth. He was so smooth. Because, listen, I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a, I'm just a country comedian. But <laughs> I've watched enough Law and Order to know that mm -hmm. they don't, you know, it, the whole thing about, quote, Law and Order in general is you have to follow rules. And there's no way a judge is going to say, yeah, we're doing this. It's like when the years, uh, when they were talking about the Russian when, oh, with COVID, there right. was a, there, there was something on the right that they kept saying, well, you know, there's, the COVID was invented by the Democrats. Like, yeah, first uh -huh. of all, the yeah. Democrats are not that fucking Democrats smart. Democrats invented COVID. Right. So they can fuck him. kill six million people around right. the world. Right. But but that's the way they are. They're like, this happened, this happened. It's like, okay, you can't, you, you, you're the law and order party, and now you're saying to fund the FBI. Yeah. And they... They don't, they have to follow the rule of law. And <laughs> and Christopher Ray was appointed by Trump. By Trump. So, so that's all it takes in less than a year to go from back the blue to fuck the police. Mm -hmm. We are at 866-997-GRIT, taking your calls for the next few hours. Uh, oh, we just lost Eric. Let me go to Mitch in Ohio. Hello, Mitch in Kent State. Welcome. Hi. Yes, welcome. Hi, Mitch. Hey, hi, Carol. Hi, hi John. How are you doing? Hello. Uh, John, uh... Party affiliation. I was studying this. Uh, you know, 
through the years, I mean, this I got a chart that goes back to 2004. And independence always, almost almost every year, had a larger number than Republicans or Democrats. Uh, the independent vote, I mean, is it... Uh, I mean, is it, it looks like it's here to stay as far as that number. I, I just can't believe it. it's never really swayed that much mm-hmm. you know, after all these years. Yeah. I mean, they have their the freedom, I guess, to, to go back or back and forth, I guess, in their voting, which uh, gives them, you know, some sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, if they if they disapprove of one thing, maybe they'll just swing to the other side and, and go with, with, the, with that party. I don't understand I mean, it anymore. I don't understand it, Mitch. I'm sorry. Like, I, and I'm an independent. Right. But I don't understand. I haven't made up my mind yet. I'm sorry. I don't. I've told this story, but Carrie Lake, this newscaster in uh, Arizona yes. that's going to be the next governor of the state, I met her a couple of years ago. Remember when I was doing that Fox pop right. culture syndicated show? So right. every town I was playing and I had to go to the local Fox affiliate and I'm in Phoenix and I go and spend a day with Carrie. And the first thing she says, I, I said, you know, you're you're pretty nice for a Trump voter. I said, just being, you know, and she goes, oh, well, I, I voted for Obama, but I'm not a racist. I voted for Obama. So I voted for Trump, but I also voted for Obama. So I'm not a racist. <laughs> and she kept saying it. And I was like, how, how does that work, though? Like, <laughs> like, wait a second. You voted for Barack Obama twice, she said. I'm like, OK, so you vote twice for Barack Obama and then you decide, wait. I think abortion should be illegal Mm -hmm. and rich people uh, pay too much in taxes and climate science is a hoax and fuck the dreamer. You know what? Everything I stood for those two times, I've changed my mind on now. And I'm like, how do you how do you reconcile that? And she looked me right in the face and she goes, I just when he talks, he speaks to me. That's what she said. When he talks, he really speaks to me. And, and I'm like, so, f- so you believe nothing. Yeah. It's all a popularity contest. And that means, Mitch, that these two parties are actively going for the most vacant Americans out there. You know, John, uh, I've, I've been voting since 1972. I mean, I've, I've been Democrat all my life. And uh, it was ingrained in me, I think, that the, you know, the Democrats are the closest thing, in my eyes, to doing the right thing. I mean, they're not perfect, No. But uh, compare, well, growing up, you know, Vietnam era, and and, and you know, and, and, and Richard Nixon just put a whole, path, you know, yes. bad taste in my mouth from from the get go with Nixon. Oh yeah, that's so, what she uh, said. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, I've, I've always leaned Democrat, but uh, you know, it's like independence. I don't know. The other thing that was John it was with uh, all this crap going on. Do you see a split in the Republican Party, or is there a split already? Oh my God, Mitch! Yes, there's a split already. It's been a split since since I mean, I mean, since Trump I mean, since I, I, Trump I, I, made I, I, Jeb Bush cry. There's been a split. Yes, my God, we wait 20 years to see a Cheney punished for lying, and we're seeing a Cheney punished for telling the truth. Yeah, I mean, there's a split. My God, I mean, look at how all of these Republicans who backed the impeachment of Trump after his terrorist attack, they're gone. Their careers are done now. Yeah. Every one of them. Their careers are over. Yes, there is a steep divide in the Republican Party. And also, there are what I call real Republicans Mm -hmm. still out there going, what the fuck just happened to my party? I mean, here in New York State, that's everyone. I mean, there's there's so uh, we I. You must know so many Republicans like me who are just yeah. so embarrassed. Some have left the party. I mean, Jim Andrinos. Yeah. Jim was, Andrinos was, left the know, party. And I have friends that, uh, that um, were, they're still Republicans, but they are so, uh, from uh, when we lived in Vegas. But they're, every day they're like, what happened to the party of no government? <laughs> and, uh-huh. you know, I mean, the, you know, the, the no government always pisses me off because it's like no government except when it comes to abortion. It's like, really? I mean, uh, so, the, yeah, the, 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 
I don't know what's going to happen after. <laughs> I, I like I, I think the party is just going to implode on itself. We keep waiting for that. But I mean, it's the same on the left. There's four political parties in this country. Or it's five, really. Right. Mm-hmm. You have Democrats and the left. Mm-hmm. You have Republicans and the right. And you have the apathetic. Yeah. There's five tribes. Duking it out. And just as we've seen, my God, the Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders wars that helped us get Trump in the first place. You know, it's 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 kind of the same. It's just some months the 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 divide on the right is more fierce. Some months the divide on the left is more. And what's weird also to me is that we've always we've always said that politics was a pendulum, you know, Mm -hmm. but then but it's gone so like when 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 Obama was president, it it, it shifted to the left. A little. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, with with Voldemort, uh, uh, that's I, yeah. So it went to the it, it went to the Who's right. Voldemort. Voldemort is the Trump. Uh, yeah. Okay, the, I, I call Rick Scott Voldemort because they oh, look the same. Oh, that's but no. true. I didn't even think actually, of that. Actually, yeah, Trump. Trump is uh, it, is actually Roy Cohn's Horcrux. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We got to hit a break. I'm so sorry. Thank we got you. too long. Okay, 866-997-4748 is our number. We'll be right back with the great Carol Montgomery and your calls and real audio. And we have a lot to process. It has been a what the fuck fatigue kind of week. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Can you believe it was Monday we lost Olivia Newton-John? What a That's week. That's like... Uh, Feels like a year ago. I know. And then Anne Hesh died. Like, Anne Hesh. It's just... Everything is on Everything this is this I know. I know. And Hunter Biden's laptop. Well, that's it. Right now, folks, on Fox News, the headline is... Hunter Biden laptop repairman says FBI agent threatened him to hush up. <laughs> Fox do, News. Do you folks. see this guy? Oh my God! Look at him! Look at him! You've, I mean, wow! What a tragedy! We're in the medium of radio. Uh, Sean <laughs> Hannity is talking to uh, looks. I don't know what he is. He looks like an inbred Scottish groundskeeper. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be he mean does. to the guy. Uh, but yes, Hunter Biden's laptop. Sean Hannity's on the case. Yes. Fox News. For feudal lords and the serfs that love them. We're at 866-997-GRIT. Yeah, let's not forget her emails, please. Let's not for, so let's, so, so Brian Kilmeade. Yeah. Full disclosure, I've known Brian for years. I, I, I've been on Fox and Friends many times. I was on the first ever episode of Fox and Friends. Wow. And uh, I used to do it a lot when I was starting out. And always very nice. Always got along with Brian. 
He's been filling in for Tucker Carlson. There's mm-hmm. a summit, guest mm-hmm. hosting for Tucker. Uh, I guess somehow, I don't know, Tulsi Gabbard got lost in the green room. Uh, <laughs> so Brian Kilmeade shared a clearly fake photoshopped image of the Republican judge, Reinhardt, who has been a contributor to Newsmax and has done Newsmax over a dozen times. He is not a lefty. And this is the judge that determined, yes, there's probable cause for a warrant. Yep. But of course, Fox News doesn't need to know. They just need to smear everybody. Mm -hmm. And so Kilmeade chose this picture that was a picture of Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell on a private plane. And they deep faked Judge Reinhardt over Epstein. So it looks like the judge was partying with Jelaine Maxwell. Like, where's the 14-year-old girls at? Um, Is this judge going to own fucking Fox News by the end of the year? I mean, like, I want this judge to sue Fox so badly. Yeah. I want him to sue Tucker Carlson for putting it on this show, to sue Brian Kilmeade for putting it up there, to sue Rupert. I mean, it was 20 hours before Brian Kilmeade offered any kind of correction. Oh, he yeah. He was on the air this morning for three hours, never mentioned it was a fake photo. Yeah. And tonight he just said, oh, it, it, it's a meme. Yeah, it's a meme. We didn't know it was a meme. We just thought it was, yeah, and you're just like, yeah, this, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I think that the judge should... Um sue the shit out of him right but it's you know but that that's the that's the whole thing like if if like getting back to who the informant is like if it's somebody in his family it's it's they're gonna go after that person too you know if it was jared he's gonna go he was never anybody you know like like they don't they just it's they don't accept responsibility for shit they don't they can't they can't they're not adults Trump's never been an adult. Trump has been protected by privilege, Carol, his entire life. First, the privilege of wealth, then the privilege of celebrity, and now the privilege of politics. Yeah. And it's like every douchebag, every example of white male mediocrity privilege, every hardworking, brilliant woman who's had to have the boss's idiot nephew pass her over for a promotion. Right. Everything shitty about America concentrated into one globular orange (laughs) slug. (laughs) My God, it's like... It's like Darth Jabba. You know, it's like Darth, how could Darth Jabba? How could your how could your country go for this guy? It's 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 like it's like if America was your mother, right? Let's say your mother loses her mind one day, throws your father out, and decides instead of having a responsible man, I'm going to start fucking Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And your and Jabba moves into the house, and you have to hear the sounds of your mother and Jabba having sex all the time. <laughs> and your mother's like making you call him dad. You don't understand. I love him. He's going to build a wall and keep us safe. You don't understand. He's he gets results, Jabba. And and you hear them having sex, and you want to be able to shake your mother and say I love you, but you've been brainwashed by an orange criminal slug yeah and that's 50 percent of this country (laughs) you're just like really do you not i don't get it i just don't i you know they don't mind the lies no they don't mind they don't mind that they're being lied to it's a cult but also i've always said this that you know they they, all 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 of his base his real base if he was, let's say, walking down the street, of course, now he has bodyguards. Yes. But if he was walking down the street. And he street, doesn't walk down streets. Right, of course. Know, but if he was and somebody and... went up to him who was one of his base and was like, oh, my God, he would he would flick them away like they were dog shit on his fucking shoe. Yeah. You know, Can you he... imagine him walking down a street? No. People talk about, bike. oh, the 79-year-old fell off a bike. Oh. Donald Trump tried to sit on a bike and the bike was never seen again. <laughs> wait, wait, no. I have a great story about him. Tell me. Because you know my husband plays softball, right? He played, yeah. My husband plays softball at, at, in Central Park. He, one, of the, one of his friends was on a, a team with Marla Maples because she used to play. That's right. And the when Broadway, they were married. The Broadway League, yeah. The Broadway Show League. 
And I like Marla Maples very much. Right, I've right. No, her. but he came, he, he, he came to watch her play. They pulled the limo. You know, you're not supposed to, you, you're not supposed to drive cars in Central Park. Correct. So they pulled the limo right up to the field. And he watched from and his he car. Wa- no, no. He walked out in a full tuxedo and suit and watched her play. And that, if that doesn't describe that man to a fucking T. What's the problem? What, I can't park here? Oh, you must not want your ice rink and merry-go-round anymore. I can have those gone by next week, okay? Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, 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 that's, that's just the man he is. He's just, he's always expected. And he, I just, like I said, I, I always liken this to raising a child. It's like... I've always told my son, he, he, if he makes a mistake, you take the fucking responsibility always. for it. You know, yeah. um, we had a... We, By take the responsibility, you mean blame Obama, right? Right, blame yeah. Obama. And, and, the black and, guy did it first. Yeah, but but it, it just blows me away that, that's, that the first thing is is to blame other people. It's never to go... Like today, I had... Honestly... This, but you've known men like this. Oh. <laughs> Most of them are addicts, but you've known men like this, right? <laughs> but today, like I am, as as John knows, I'm... I'm I'm very, uh, I'm very, when I'm, when I'm like, I think I'm right. I think I'm right. And I was dealing with something online uh, that I had to get long. And I realized that I was telling her something wrong. And, and when I realized I made the mistake, I apologized. I said, you know what? I'm giving you cr- grief here. I apologize. I, I gave you the wrong information. Let's do this. And then we resolved everything. Like have, have the fucking balls to say, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But that's I mean, so hard for some people. Oh, well, he'll, he'll, men, yeah, you know, men in general, yeah, deeply you know. hard. And uh, yeah, you know, and then I read somebody, uh, some, some, some person on the right tweeted today. Well, it's a good thing he wasn't, uh, Merrick Garland was on the Supreme Court. I go, that's not a burn. I, I know you think that's a burn, but that's not a burn. It's good. These that guys he's... wish he was being a boring moderate on the Supreme Court. Rich in Indiana. Thanks for your patience. Hello. Hey, good evening, guys. Hi. Thanks for... Uh, the scintillating conversation. I wish that I could be a fly on the wall a lot longer. Well, uh, I just I just wanted to offer. Well, if you want to put me back in the peanut gallery, I'll wait. I can I can ripen. <laughs> I just wanted to bring the idea uh, forward that uh, we are now at a level of disclosure uh, with the progress of Merrick Garland uh, and uh, what is what is being pursued and, and prosecuted that. As I said to Chris, even the cuest of it will, it will only be the cuest of the queue that will not be able to recognize this grifter, this carnival barker, yeah. this rotten, rotten to the core SOB. The cuest of the queue. The cuest of the queue. Dirty, dirty guy he is. Yeah. And, and there's, there's going to be people that are finally going to say, you know, I think I was misled. Yeah. Never. They'll just forget. Like, they'll never come out and say Bush and Cheney lied to me and I was deceived. They'll just say they just hate Bruce. They just hate Bush and Cheney now. But there are people, you know, like on social media that there are stories coming up like like for some reason, espionage, for some reason, being a traitor upsets people. So, so no, that, not that he's a traitor. That we called him out for being a traitor. Yeah, yeah, but, but 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 there are some people who are like, well, if he, you know, if they prove it that it's. Yeah. Espionage. Rich, thanks for colluding with us. Yeah. Um, give a call back anytime. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 866-997-GRIT. This is Progress. Now, 
I'm John Fiegelsang. This is Sirius XM Progress. We are at 866-997-GRIT, joined by our good friend, comedian Carol Montgomery. So nice to have you here with us. This is nice. Very chill. It's going to be a, a whole panel tonight. I thought, hey, yeah. Carol's here. We'll just talk. Yeah, we'll just talk, catch up. We got some, uh, some important audio to play because I, I'm not proud of this, but um, when I find myself standing up and cheering for war heroes... It means that there's been some measure of rank fuckery and double talk and jive. And John Bolton is a war criminal. But John Bolton, enemy of enemy is my friend. What right. do you do when people who worked for the worst president of all time, George Bush, now work for the new worst president of all time, Donald Trump? In a cult of selfishness, they'll all come around to hate each other. And Eric Bowling used to be on Fox. He me too himself out of that job. And he's on Newsmax now. And he had John Bolton on the air. I don't like defending John Bolton. I don't like defending Dick Cheney's daughter, Carol. It's, it hurts. It's there. But I want you to listen to this. Oh, God. This is John Bolton sitting down with Bowling on Newsmax. And John Bolton is out of what we call fucks. And he just does what no Democrat can do. He tears apart every single bullshit Fox talking point about Donald Trump being a good president for foreign policy in less than two minutes. People <laughs> of Earth, we want your calls. We're at 866-997-GRIT. Wow. And the question for tonight is, what will happen to Trump? What should happen to Trump mm. after a week like this? But just listen to one of his defenders and one of his former defenders having it out. Hey, world, could you think that we're safer now than we were under President Trump when he was willing to put missiles into Syrian air bases with Russians on the base? What's going on here, sir? He didn't understand, because he didn't understand fundamentally much of anything about international affairs. Simple. His decisions were not based on a coherent philosophy or a coherent policy. But we were safer. Uh, they but were, we were erratic. Safer. He, he, kept, pulled, he, well, he kept world under leaders. Under Donald Trump, he, he kept pulled, world leaders He signed their, a deal with heels, the Taliban. Sir. He kept, kept them, them on their, their heels. He, they didn't no, know where he, he was didn't. coming from. He was that, shit crazy. He safer. I mean, can you He had President right. and Xi. And he cut a deal with the Taliban to withdraw from Africa. You know what made us less safe? <laughs> Joe Biden. Biden pulled us out of Afghanistan. 13 Americans died. And now that was the Trump's deal. And now that the Taliban tells us, tell the truth. Off, don't kill Al-Qaeda. That's right. Are you out of your mind, sir? Same thing they would have done under Donald mind? Trump. No. Oh, who, who cut the deal, Eric? Who cut who, the deal? Who delivered the deal? Donald Biden Trump cut delivered the deal. The deal. Who no, delivered no. The no, Trump wanted, wanted what would a smooth. Have done? He what wanted would to Trump have done had he there. been reelected? Remember, sir, let's be No, he did not. People. He absolutely wow. did not. And this, by the way, is the he most did, entertaining Eric, programming on Newsmax about. all day. Wow. Everybody out. He cut a deal to do exactly that. Anyone disagrees with you, we don't know what we're talking about. Trump said leave 2,500 there until we have a smooth transition power. <laughs> he, Go, look, John he said that after he cut the deal. The deal cut us down to zero. That's what Trump wanted. He wanted everybody out. The no, record on that is completely over time, clear. Over time, Biden pulled them out. Well, with America no. still there. No, Ambassador, read the I deal. Go. Have you ever read the deal? Oh, stop. Oh, it's a yeah, I know you got to go before you're so, embarrassed so what's even about, further. Thank you, Thea. That's, uh, thank you, John Bolton, my hero. I mean, this is what happened, right? When, when Obama was president, they tried to blame him mm -hmm. for pulling out of Iraq. They did it. Yeah. He pulled out of Iraq. George W. Bush set the Iraq withdrawal date, yep. but it happened on Obama's watch. So it's Obama's fault. Literally. Do you know how much I hate fucking reboots? <laughs> do you know how much I hate? <laughs> Literally, Trump set the withdrawal date, freed 5000 Taliban, including the guy running the country now. And they're 
blaming it on Joe Biden. And it comes to fucking war criminal of the Iraq war, John Bolton, to be the defender of truth. This is how far we've been dragged to the right side of fascism. Well, and Eric Bolin, I remember him when he was just a little newbie at Fox News. And uh, there used to be a thing called the strategy room. Do you remember that? I remember that, that yeah. And me and, uh, and Scott Blakeman would happen to be on. <laughs> we were discussing something about Israel, and and we and he and and he just started coming after us. And I stopped him. I go, "Can I ask you a question?" And he said, "Yeah." I said, "Are you Jewish?" He goes, "No." I said, "Then what are you?" And like, and then he immediately changed the subject. I'm like, "You have no discussion in this. You're not a Jew, okay?" Scott and I are Jews. We can talk about it. And he just like, "We're going to a, like he's he, he he that's all he does." I think basically yeah. what happens is Fox News because this also happened with another one of the women who are big uh, big hosts now every morning there is something that is sent to everybody saying oh, yeah. make sure you say this and then at that time when it was strategy room it was uh, obama was president mm-hmm. so everything obama bad oh yeah obama bad oh, and yeah. you're just like and I, I remember saying that to this woman. I said, "Do you get like a, a memo every morning?" And I never came back. They never, they never asked me back. I believe it. I mean, the one time I did Judge Janine's show. Oh God! How much wine? What, did she share her wine? That's I the question. Believe it. Like I got pulled over on the way home. Like, like I got a <laughs> DUI by osmosis, and they, they, they were after me to do it for so long. I finally did it. I went to meet with her beforehand. I went to Fox, went wow. to News Corp, had a meeting in her office just wow. to let her know what I was about. Like, I'll come on with you, Judge, but this is me. Right. And the whole time on the air. And like, I was so nice, Carol. I, my mother-in-law was visiting. I brought my mother-in-law to the taping. I said, wow. Judge Janine, this is my mother-in-law, Joanne. What a nice young boy I am, right? The whole time she wanted me to just admit that I was a liberal. We were debating about Obamacare and she was right. just pushing the bullshit. You're a liberal. You're a liberal, aren't you? Admit you're a liberal. And I'm like, well, there's the Fox News definition of liberal and the dictionary definition. No, you're a liberal. And I'm like, well, I, I aspire to be liberal. Um, like George Washington said, no, you're a li-. Finally, I said to her, Judge, I'll admit I'm a liberal if you'll admit to your viewers that you have liberal friends. Ah, oh, she, she was furious. Oh, I'm sure she was. Oh, I'm sure she was. That is so. And another time when we were on, when I was on the strategy room, this is when McCain and Palin were running. Oh, and yeah, this good one time. One woman huh? says to me, she goes, You don't like Sarah Palin because she's a Republican and she does this. I said, I don't like Sarah Palin. I said, Because she's the type of mother I hated in the PTA because I'd be the one in the PTA putting up everything for the whatever, the theater show, building the sets, bringing the food out, making sure everyone's got. And she was the one going, Didn't I do a great job? I said, That's why I hate Sarah Palin. It had nothing to do with the fact of her politics. I just knew there's sometimes when, and this is the same thing with. Voldemort, uh, uh, Orange Voldemort. I just, you know that what type of person they are. You just know that type of person. That's why I don't like him because of what, you know, I love Obama because when I see him with his children and his wife, I go, that's a good dad. Yeah. I mean, you think Trump's ever changed a diaper in his life? I think Trump Jr. bragged he had never changed a diaper in his life. Right, right. Oh, you ever see pictures of Junior's kids with him? They're like, oh my God, it's like Sophie's Choice. Yeah, oh, it's so sad. Poor kids. You you see Trump Jr.'s kids with him, like a Sarah McLaughlin song starts playing. (laughs) Puppies come out. Someone adopt these strays. Um, (laughs) Dylan in New Mexico. Hello, you're on with Carol Montgomery. Man, hey, didn't didn't uh, Whoopi kick the judge off the view one time? I think it was pretty funny. Oh, really? Maybe she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I remember my wife watching that. Cracked me up. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm telling you, you uh, you're getting me. You're getting more viewers to watch Newsmax now. I didn't know it was so uh, hyped up. Oh my God, it's Bolton awful. I know. The- yeah, yeah. And and by yeah. the way, yeah. I mean, Judge Judge Janine. I don't want to be mean to her, but her blood type is Chardonnay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I heard. I heard uh, Tulsi Gabbard is going to get a spot at uh, uh, Newsmax now, and she's auditioning. Well, she's been auditioning for quite a while. She's been auditioning, going, going the, uh, you know, going the, the the liberal who's telling the truth route, like our old friend um, yeah, right. Dave Rubin did. Uh, she's hosting Tucker Carlson's show tonight, which is nice because she actually lives on the couch in Tucker Carlson's green room. So it's nice that they're actually letting her pass the commissary, and I believe they're letting her keep all the coffee she got too. So yeah. Wow. Oh man, the ten o'clock right coffee there, for Tucker carrying Donald That's Trump's hilarious. water for him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to bring up. So I, I'm um, so I'm originally from Austin, and uh, and I remember when I was young, it's like when Alex Jones started getting real big and stuff, in yeah. the early '90s and stuff. And uh, you know, one of my previous best best friends' uh, dad was like huge into him. You know, so I, I would go over to my friend's <laughs> house, and and um, wow. and he would be showing me these videos. Like I'm, I'm literally yeah. like. Probably eight or nine. Climate change, is, climate change is a myth, like the female <laughs> orgasm. And they want you to believe it, but it's not true. Science proves it. Yeah. No, it's exactly. Exactly. Wow. The frogs are gay. So he has been watching this, this uh, documentary about the Oklahoma City bombing, and, and it's like saying, and he likes, he finds three um, dark skin of. Uh, you know, Arabic Muslim looking indivi- Islamic individuals. Right. And like he, he'll, he'll pause the video. See, it's right there. It's there. And he like circles them. It was them. It was them. And Hit it with a Slim Jim. And I'm like, <laughs> and like, you know, and then my friend's dad's watching the show and, you know, he has his like handgun on the, on the dashboard oh, or on the, uh, the side yeah, table. Of and, course. You know, like, See, I fucking knew it. And he's like one of those guys. I fucking knew it. See. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, obviously I grew up to be a lot smarter. Than yeah. God, but yeah, but, uh, but unfortunately, my friend, the um, you know the the victim of this is yeah. uh, not so much. He still listens to that shit. I, I'm not, and because of that, I really don't talk to him anymore. I mean, I I'm wishing the best and stuff in life, but you know, it's just it's not one of those things that I want to be associated around. But anyway, no, I it's, that's very sad, by the way. But, but 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 just on that note, Dylan, I mean, how many of us? Like, I don't believe in ending friendships, right? Like, even if we've all had friends, high school yeah. people, relatives who got into the Trump cult or the Bush cult. When my dad died, he had more Republicans than Democrats at his mm-hmm. funeral. And yeah. I was like, God damn it, my dad yeah. would be so happy. My dad would be so proud yeah. that he had re- more Republicans than yeah. Democrats at his yeah. funeral. Yeah. So, like, I'm not into having enemies, but we all have those kind of people where you have to love them, but you don't have to like them and you just got to put the space yeah. there. I know a lot exactly. of friendships that I, have ended, yeah. ended and family relationships that have ended, ended. But I, I think we've all got that to some degree. I mean, if this guy called you and wanted to hang out or go watch a game, would you say yes? Or is he just pushing oh, yeah, himself into a course. Nazi corner for you? Okay. He, you know, I mean, I love him always. I just, I don't really just, I don't hang out with them. Right on. You know, just because of those. And plus I live in a different town. But anyway, I was a, uh, I was a manager at a UPS store in Austin, and what do you know? One of the boxes there, dun dun dun, Infowars. And it smelled of cheese, right? Did it smell like cheese or various meats being delivered? (laughs) 
the amount of of the amount of mail that we get that the you just you always knew every time we got a piece of mail that had this this kind of it's like the handwriting of someone that like like no offense to left left-handed people my dad's left-handed but you know that the handwriting they have like a sloppy handwriting and like every single handwriting it always what do you know info wars i always wanted to put on fucking gloves when i was dealing with yeah because <laughs> you don't know what's in there that's true going on can i yeah. tell you the best thing about alex jones the best thing about alex jones and if you're ever down this is something you can remember it'll make you feel better he's only 48 oh my god seriously that's how good looking all of you are i can't see you but i know this is good alex jones is only 48 oh my god i thought oh, he was like man. in his 60s well his liver is yeah but yeah oh wow wow <laughs> good lord yeah i tell you so anyway my my first um my first album i, I know mitch from kent state was talking about it. my first album was uh herbie hancock headhunters wow and, nice um it's called the uh and the this album's called thrust and the song I like the best is called Palm Grease. And it's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they have any relation. Thrust and Palm Grease? I don't, wow. I don't, I don't know. know. If, yes. I wonder if there was like some got, somehow some kind of theme going on here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. I, I didn't realize. Thrust and Palm Grease. Grease sound like the average Friday night around Alex Jones's house. But. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Palm Grease. There's hitting oh rock God. bottom and then there's sending naked pictures of your wife to Roger Stone. Oh, that, God. I mean, that's yeah, just... That's, Come on now! I just—I mean, ate. like, like, like Satan stops playing chess with Max von Sydow and gives up. Like that's so nasty. Uh, <sighs> Dylan, thank you very God much. Bless, God bless his wife. All right, thanks, guys. I thank you so much. I want to get to all of our calls before the end of the hour. This is SiriusXM. Todd in Michigan. Really quick, got about a minute before the break. Welcome. Thanks for your patience on hold. Oh, no problem. Uh, no, Alex Jones, um, I played with short wave radios. As a matter of fact, I, at one time I, I picked up one of those ones that uh, Art Bell used to advertise from Sanjin yeah. or whatever it was. But um, no, Alex Jones, I caught him in the end of the 90s, early 2000s on short wave as he was he was broadcasting then. And of course he was selling the, you know, the world's coming to an end, the black helicopters, everything's <laughs> happening. And he was, and he was selling the, the survival kits and, and, and all the, you know, acute terms for some sort of, you know, uh, you know, the world's coming to an end or the mm-hmm. government's going to collapse. And, <laughs> oh yeah, he was, he was feeding the bush was they were making concentration camps out oh, yeah. west. Yeah. You know, listen, that's the thing. I mean, first they came for Alex Jones, but I wasn't a race baiting, transphobic conspiracy cultist who claims murdered kids in Newtown are hoaxes and admitted in court. I'm just an entertainer who makes shit up. So I said nothing. Todd, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. 